I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains The birds sang too and they said This is a day to celebrate the savor, the fruit you favor So I said okay then, what is the best way to taste the fresh flavor? Hello! Yay. Hello! Welcome back to PS We Have No Plan, everybody. Woohoo! I'm Peyton Smith calling in from LA. And this is Emily McManus calling in from Nashville, fresh off the boat. We're both fresh off the boat. Yes. Oh right? my gosh. And this episode's very special because it's going to be dedicated to Emily. Her birthday was last week, right? Or over the weekend? Saturday. Saturday! Yay! Oh, Double so three. Fun. 33. So fun. Um, so we're gonna dive into a bit more about Emily, what makes her her, hear about the birthday, and then we'll give you all the details about our recent trips and of course touch on any pop culture news happening in we the must. world because we do that. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know we have one thing to talk about, but before then, or adding on to that, I read something just a couple minutes ago. So we will Ooh. have a double dose of pop culture goss. Hot goss. Hot Wait, goss. do you want to start with sw- this? I feel yeah. like we we absolutely should. Yeah. It, let's get the important things out of the way. Oh my God. The big <laughs> one. The big headline of the week. I freaked out. Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber were pictured together at, was it Variety? At a, at a recent at event. The, a gala in New York. Or I'm sorry, LA, right? Yes. It was the LA gala. Um JT performed. I could have the wrong one, but you're nope, you're right. It was the Academy Museum Academy. Gala. I mean, birds are chirping. That was crazy, but also awesome. Everybody's looks before we do that, everybody looks so good. Amal Clooney, so she good. always looks good, but that dress, it was like a green and blue, I think. She's just gorgeous. Real, truly I thought Haley Bieber looked really beautiful too so did Selena but I loved that brown dress and that cutout and she just like rocks any modern Y2K look and she just does it great she does um, she does she's class 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 but class. I loved that because it's just been decades of this ridiculous narrative in the media that Justin and Selena are meant to be and I'm not gonna lie when I was a little kid I loved them together of course hashtag Jelena was a thing and we all loved them but it's like move on we've all moved on he has been happily married for what three years now get over it like it's it's done and passed and I loved that they posed together officially ending the feud being like we're friends we're fine so it's y'all that need to get on board (laughs) Exactly. Stop feeding into this. And there, it was noted that it wasn't just like one staged photo of them. It was many. Like they were together. Yeah. Like there's one where Selena had her hand on um, Haley's leg. Like they oh. were palling it up that night. Thank God. And we have an episode that you all should listen to about Emily going into detail about like some frenemies, some people that were rude to her later in life. It's just not worth it for people as adults to argue over stupid shit and this was a great example of two women being like you know what this isn't our journey our future is going to be together competition yeah. is not as cool as community that's all no. you know taking control of the narrative you know i feel like you can say it say it say it as much as you can and they both have in many different ways it's but true if you don't see it i guess it's just hard to believe it so now there's photos for everybody to see in their eyes and there's no excuses to make shit up anymore like they're good they're doing exactly. just fine. <laughs> and they both yeah. have great skincare lines or makeup lines like Rare Beauty. I, I use it every day. I haven't actually tried Road Skin, but I want to. Like, it's so cool to see that they're both blossoming in their own lanes and like doing their own thing and can 
both be successful in their own right, there's room for everyone at the table. So, there you is. know, there is. And I know we talk about that too in the past. Like, if you want to get involved in something, get involved in something. Like, just because somebody else is doing it doesn't mean that you can't. Clearly, if you see anything from skincare to clothing yeah. to workout apps to alcohol, which will be featured in a upcoming episode of uh, Celebrity <laughs> Alcohol. So if you have some, let us know or have ideas, yes. send them our way. But there's room for everybody to do it. If it's special and you do it right and you like, what is it? If you have a story behind your product and you have your own niche. Yes. That's your path. Yep. Agreed. All about authenticity, which we also talked about in a previous episode. God, we are just like killing it with our foundation. We have all these great episodes to refer to. Oh my God. You know what? You're right. I love that. I love going back to that. Well, our second piece of goss actually goes back to something we've already gossiped about in the past. Don't worry, darling. But did you just see page six just broke some tea about Olivia and Harry? No. Apparently... They were hooking up before she and Jason ever split up. He found out about it because her Apple watch was out on the table and it started ringing and it was her and Harry. No. Yeah. And he would, allegedly she was making him a salad in the kitchen at the time. She was making Harry a salad in the kitchen that she shared with Jason. Not cool. Oh my God. Do you think that's why Flo, like, do you think Flo knew? Is that why she was pissed the whole time? I mean, who knows, right? Who who knows all of that stuff? I've heard so many different things about the flow thing because Jason is good friends with Flo's ex-boyfriend. And so that was crazy. But at the same time, you know, nobody knows the relationship or anything. But if, I don't know, it just, it, it doesn't look good. As we continue to peel back the layers of this freaking story, she does not seem great. Olivia, we... <laughs> girl what's going on she doesn't and it's like everything is focused up around this now and not the movie and it intrigues me about the movie but i've yet to see it me neither to be honest i know i i think i will eventually see it because i love thrillers and i love harry but it's just like uh harry man what are you doing getting involved with a married woman i know i know and he's such a dream and he's such a sweetie but Harry, come on. I, I'm, I'm very interested in all of this. But also Florence has already moved on. She started to talk. She's talking about her newest movie and everything. Like she did the Great. bare minimum for Don't Worry, Darling. So stay tuned. But I feel like there's there's more to come on that story. Do we know who released it? Who leaked that information at page six? The nanny. Oh, my God. It's always the nanny. It's, it's always, always the nanny. The nanny. <laughs> <laughs> That is so rich. I can't even get over that. That's it's amazing. Just, it's too this much. This is just, it's just, this is, this is why I love pop culture. It's just like so obvious. It's like, uh, oh, it's giving I love me it. this. Like, I want I more. I want, what is that? Like the little hand thing. I don't know where this came from, but like, this is my thing lately. Yeah. Why can't I do that? Um, it's on the wrist, Peyton. <laughs> clearly. Well, okay. Well, let's get a catch yes. up because that's all the pop drama that we have lately, but. I want to hear all about LA. I'm so bummed, you guys. Emily came to LA the week I was in New York this month, which sucks. But we both had our own adventures and we get to have content now. So that's great. That is true. And we'll be able to post all about it. But I have to ask you, and I feel like I travel quite a bit. I know you travel a lot. But every time I come home from a trip, I am just, it takes me so much time to get back to feeling normal and acclimate. Really? 100%. 
I don't know if it's my lack of vitamins or I know I'm not always hydrating the best when I'm traveling, but I need to figure it out because I feel like absolute crap the last day of travel and then when I get back for at least a couple days. And I hate it. I I mean, there's got to be a way to figure this out, but I'm not there yet. So if anybody knows or they have any little inside tips or they take special vitamins or whatever to uh, combat that, let some girls know because it's just crap. Yeah, that's actually a great question for anyone who who has mastered the art of traveling because it is such it is such an exhausting thing. And especially, you know, how far is Nashville to L.A.? It was a long flight. Three and a half, four, about yeah, four I mean, hours. It's not nothing. Yeah. And, no. uh, and New York is five or six. So it's, it's not, it's like it's a an exhausting venture. Yeah, exactly. But what did you do yeah. when you were here? I celebrated my birthday, which was Saturday, but um, I went and stayed with my brother and we flew or drove up to Ventura on Friday because my husband was playing a show there with Michael Ray. Yep. The band that he's in and they opened for Tim McGraw and oh my gosh, it was so good. There were 10,000 people there. Wow. I'm so bummed. I wish I could have come. I can't believe that. But anyways, we'll do it again. It's going to happen again. Exactly. But I don't think I've ever seen them play to an audience that size. So it was so, yeah, it was just special. And like they wore Collins hats. They wore lovesick on stage. Oh, good for them. It was so good. And Pearl, my niece, my sweet bulldog niece, Collins' daughter, she was there and she was the hit of the show. She hung out on the tour bus. She got her all access passes on and- (sighs) We just had a good little family affair. It was a fun, fun day. It really was. Then Saturday, we went back up to LA. Um, Colin's friends own a sunglasses company called Aquila. Aquila, Mm. And went to their pop-up one-year anniversary party. And then just spent a little time around there. Went and had some dinner at Bella's Beach House in Venice with a couple friends. Ooh, I haven't tried that place. It was, was it good? really good. Yeah, it was really good. We sat. It was loud. See, now I'm this. I'm the girl that's like, oh my loud. god, it's loud. <laughs> but we sat. They took us all the way back, and we sat by this fireplace. We had this huge round table, and it was perfect. It was awesome. And they had bow buns that were just oh my god, and. I would give their espresso martini probably a 10 out of 10. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I definitely should try this out. I'm with you, though, with loud restaurants. Like, if I'm in a certain mood, if I'm going out with friends, it's a birthday party, it's a function, I'm looking for loud, that's fine. But if I'm going out to dinner, I don't want a lot of loud noise. I I want to find a quiet, quaint area. You can't talk. There's nothing Exactly. You yeah, you can't talk. There's no, You might as well have just gone by yourself, which is fine. But I just, I hate having to, like, shout. Me too. It's just, it's so annoying, but some people love it, you know, whatever. But we had a great time and then got up at the crack of 4.15 a.m., flew back to Nashville. And then when, as soon as I got home and I got puppy back from camp, I slept into the late morning of today. (laughs) Lovely. We love to see that. I I can relate. I feel like I feel like anytime I go to New York, I mean, it sounds like LA, you had a lot of different events. I feel like I go from being a recluse and like a hermit in my house and leaving for my daily walks. And that's my activity of the day to doing so much constantly. Like I'm never at my hotel room in New York. I always have a dinner every night, an event after the dinner, 
you know, it's like work all day. I go to Times Square for my office. Like it's just the most hectic life. But it was so fun. This time especially was so, so fun. It was the last trip of the year um, because the holidays, like November, December, it's just they don't make you travel, which is super nice. That's Um, really nice. And my boss is leaving, which I'm oh, no. so sad about. I know we he's love your he's, boss. I love him so much. I, I cried at the bar. I was like, oh. don't. Everyone's like, Peyton's crying. I'm like, shut up. Um, but I <laughs> <Yay>, got it. <laughs> yeah. Like, thank you. Uh, it was so fun. And I actually wrote a blog post this week coming out on Wednesday um, about like an ode to New York because I, it's been a, a city I've dreamed of bef- as early as I could possibly think to dream. Like my earliest dream. New York was in it and Eloise was always my favorite character and Miracle on 34th Street was my favorite holiday movie and just like New York was just this thing for me and so when I was able to go I felt at first sort of what you're explaining it's just exhausting to travel it's like sort of a pain in the ass everything's loud everything's busy but then this last trip I really appreciated it and I think it was because it was the last one I think it was because I was saying goodbye to my boss I think it was like a lot of these emotional things, but I was so appreciative to be there and I loved it. And I leaned in and I was like, yeah, I'm drinking every night, but how fun I get to drink every night. And I'm 20 something in New York, like how fun. And I just, you know, started to change my mindset and it's wild how much more fun I had. And I came back exhausted, but you know what? I'm, I'm better today. It was great. Like I, it was the best. It was the best. Oh man, Peyton, that's like incredible. I love that you feel that way about, yes, because I mean, those trips happen a lot for you. And I think they, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're more than you probably thought they would be. So you're taking these long trips back and forth. I mean, coast to coast and they're packed. They're not pleasure trips. They're, they're work trips, but it's all about perspective. Like everything is. And you see, oh my gosh, like I get to live in LA and then I get to go visit New York for work. Two of like the biggest poppin' cities in America where so yeah. much is going on. It's the mecca of fashion, tech, you name it. Yes. And I get to go there. And I get to go there and actually have fun. Yep. I know. And I fi- it finally sunk in like on my last trip of the year. But it was great. And I on the last night, you would have loved this. My mother-in-law came and visited and we got super drunk at dinner and um, went to this Irish pub for a nightcap. It's like, okay, we're obviously not going to have just one drink. We met these amazing women behind us, Patricia, not that you'll ever listen to this, but love you, darling. Like she came up behind us and was like, I have to buy y'all a drink. I have to buy you guys a drink. I, I'm really messing up the New York accent, but she's just this like true New Yorker. And she hung with us the whole night. Um, and it was just so fun. We met four of her best friends and they, it was oh the, my the bar that they frequent. I know. This is like um, sex in the city. You are living oh, a show. It was so fun. And we, we came home stumbling and we were walking through the streets and like, sorry, Luke, not sorry. sorry, Luke. Like it was the best thing ever. And then we had a sleepover and I left at seven 30 the next morning and I thought I was going to get sick on the flight, but I didn't. So oh, snaps for you. You won. You won. <laughs> sorry, alcohol. Peyton wins. Okay. Not happening. Oh my God. Anyways. Well, I'm glad we had good trips. We had good trips, didn't we? We had good resting. And that's what it's all about. It's you know what? We get to see places and travel and see family and friends and work in different spots. And that our work allows us to go to these places. Yeah. How cool is that? Right? 
Yeah. But if anybody does have some um, quick tips on how to beat feeling like poop, let us know. Yeah. Let us know. That would be helpful. It'd be um, super helpful. Oh, I'm well, chugging a, I'm chugging a, um, what do you call these liquid IVs? Oh, good. Yeah. I those really do don't drink me. enough water. I, when I'm at home, I drink so much water. Yep. When I travel, I don't. Not at all. It's true. It's really true. And it's interesting anyway. that di- in, in different cities, how like the water, like in San Francisco, everyone carried around a water bottle everywhere they went. Really? Like even at restaurants, people had water bottles. Yeah. Like, like, um, reusable ones. Like and a then, hydro flask. Yes. Yes. In LA, everyone has overpriced water bottles, but they're all there and it's such good water. In New York, it's like, there's, it's nowhere. It's so my dirty. Coffee. Yeah. It's yeah. like, no one needs water. I'm like, what is wrong with you guys? I do not know how that happens. Like, how do you survive? How are we I not drinking know. water? How, how maybe this was an episode that you and I talked about once, or I had this conversation with Jeff. I don't remember, but we were somewhere and people were not drinking water. Like it was nowhere to be found. I'm like, how do you survive? Truly. How are these people surviving? They're not drinking water at all. Oh, it was a pub. We were at a pub in England and like oh, to get water, God. right? You cannot get water anywhere except my mom's like, yeah, it's like a thimble, a thimble of water. Everybody else is just drinking beer and it's great, but there is hardly no any water. Yeah, I Why? that is so it's so fascinating to me cuz I just I'm like a fish. I need so much of it constantly. Sorry, blue nose. I'm right there oh. with you. Anyway, sorry. Let's get back to business. Let's get back to business, which is all about Emily McManus. What's your middle name? Anna. Emily Anna McManus. What's your maiden name? McManus. Oh, okay. What's (laughs) Jeff's last name? Coleman. Oh, so you didn't take his last name. I did not. I did not. I'm one of those girls. Okay. Why? Tell us more. You know what? Okay. I am going to sneeze at any moment, everybody. So forewarning but I love I feel like that's who I am I was talking to somebody I think when I got engaged (laughs) bless you thank you (laughs) I need it um and (laughs) I was sorry (laughs) (laughs) my friend was saying you know people get married later in life and you have already started who you are and people get to know mm. you and your identity is you know you've already start, like started your identity as an adult and my identity is Emily McManus and so the idea and it's different for everybody for sure and I'm a little bit of like a stubborn weirdo on certain things about myself and my name like it's hard for me to like change those I don't do well with body changes I don't do well with mental changes we all know that about me so changing my name would have been very difficult so I have just it was never even like a thought that I would change my last name isn't that weird is that weird I don't think that's weird I love that I actually haven't officially changed mine either but I think I think I think I will, but I, uh, but that's an interesting, I always like to hear because people have such different perspectives of this and I, I love, I love that perspective. Okay. So is your maiden name Smith? Yes. Okay. So that's what I call you, Peyton Smith for PS. Everyone does. Everyone calls me PS. My friend in New York calls me Smith. She exclusively refers to me as Smith. So it's just, I, it's been a big part of me 
too. So I get that. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I go by my last name in so many things at work too. Like, oh, McManus Mm -hmm. is here. McManus is over there. McManus. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, maybe one day I'll hyphenate it. Yeah. Probably if we have a kid or kids or whatever, you know, but right, right, right. I identify as McManus. I love that. Good Irish girl. Good Irish girl. Look at you. And you're 33 now, right? Does it feel different? No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think sometimes you have those birthdays and who I think you and I have talked about if you had a big year, like this last year for you was a really big year. Mm -hmm. You got married. Mm-hmm. You moved to LA, you changed jobs. We started mm-hmm. a podcast. Like you had a lot of changes. And when those happen, I feel like your years do kind of feel differently. It feels momentous. Like, oh, yeah. I've I've closed that chapter. Yeah, no, I get that. On to the next. Let's see what happens for sure. Um, and you have goals and all that. And not say I don't have goals for this year because I absolutely do, but no, for some reason, like this year, 33 feels feels pretty solidly close to 32 so far. I'm only two yeah. days in, so yeah. we'll see. But um, I'm hopeful it's going to be a good one. Okay. Love this. And so you, I have some questions for you so everyone can get to know you better. Um, in your 33 years, what, well, first you have tattoos. That's okay. something I think that's a fun thing that people, since it's a podcast, you might not know. So how many tattoos do you have? And when was the first, What at what age did you get your first tattoo? Without sitting back and counting, I believe I have 13. And my first one was when I t- when I was 18. Mm. Um, I know. I wanted a tattoo so bad. Like, so, so bad. And I just begged my parents for years leading up to that. They're like, no, not happening. Not happening, Emily. And then we were on family vacation in Key West. And one morning I woke up and they said, Emmy, you want to go get a tattoo? Like, yes, I do. Oh, how cute. So cute. So I have a little sea turtle on my right foot. And then I two days later that. on that trip, I broke my foot. So, <laughs> omen. <laughs> yeah, a little omen there. Um, what's your favorite one? I think my favorite one is on my hands. You, you're not going to be able to really see it, but it says, be kind, be on one hand, kind on the other. And my brother that. tattooed it. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. He had a little oh tattoo God. gun. And I was his first and only person after he tattooed a couple of oranges. Um, and then he did mine. Yeah. I guess you pra- I guess when you're a tattoo artist, you practice on oranges because it, it, it's a lot. I, I'm saying it's a lot like skin. I'm sure it's not a lot like skin. But but the <laughs> motion or whatever is. Sure. That's interesting. I didn't know that. But yeah, I think that's my favorite. It's so janky. It's It looks like it's from a, a pencil and it's erased at some parts, but it's I love it. Oh, I love that. Okay. And then of your 33 years so far, what was your most memorable year? That is a very good one. What's the first one that popped in your head when I asked that? The first one that popped into my head, and I don't know my exact age, but I'm going to say I was 23 or 24 and I was on, that's when I went on the road with the Swan Brothers for the first time. Yeah. Cute. Because that I, I still look back and that was one of my best times of life. It was just so wonderful. I was fresh out of college. I got on this tour bus with a bunch of boys and I sold their t-shirts and we just lived on this bus and became a family. And I saw parts of the country and the world like that I had never seen before. And it was spectacular. It really was. <sighs> I know. And I made things. So cool. So cool. And I met my husband out of that. And 
you know, I actually got to see everybody a couple of days ago and we had, we just had the best time, like getting back together. And those are relationships that I'll, I'll have forever. But if I, if I, I feel like that time of my life encapsulates very much who I am in my spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Cause you it's are a free question. spirit in some ways. Uh, right. I, I, I think that's a nice thing to do on birthdays and look back. Um, and we will have the Swan brothers on hopefully. So yes, yes we definitely will. We'll get a Hold little on, bit more insight sure there. Feels better. <laughs> um, but you know what? That's such a good question. I want to throw that back to you. What's what year and you're 27, right? 27. Yes. Just off the top of your head without thinking too hard, which one stands out as the most memorable, memorable in your, in your memory, memorable in your memory. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, I know what you mean. That's, I think, I think when I was turned 18, so that was a big, I think starting college for me, that was a really big moment. I, Brown was my ideal school that I dreamed of. And when I walked on campus, I had like a spiritual feeling. Like I was like, this is my home. I feel so comfortable here. Um, I wanted to be a writer and I started that whole journey and like walking through the gates. Like I get, it was such a cool year for me. And I loved leaving home and exploring the East coast and finding myself and trying new clothes. And I, you know, met Luke that year too. And like, that was really fun to meet a boy that I had these feelings for that were like so intense and I didn't know why. And like, I don't know. I started volleyball. I started my D1, you know, athletics career that year. I ended up doing really well that season. So I remember that was like a big season for me. I was the freshman starter. So that was exciting. Oh, that's incredible. So it was a big, it was, it was probably the year that I, yeah, look back on I'm like, that was a cool year. That was a year of change for me. You know, what's so wild listening to your story and to mine, like that year that kind of just flashes in front of us. They're very much um, they very much are who we are today. I feel like not that that was the start of who we are. I know there are parts of us in the, in the past that have stayed with us, but I think the, the pieces of us that we really love about ourselves and that we've nurtured and have helped kind of grow more to who we are today started at UF Brown, me on the road. I've does that kind of make so sense? So true. It's so true. It's very representative of you and I today. Yeah, yeah. Those moments. That's weird. Yeah, that's true. I love that. Representative. Love that, that is a very good word. As always, <laughs> you are very concise. Wordsmith. Do a very good job. Yes. I'm trying to get better, everybody. I'm trying to get better. But oh also, God. you are a writer now, right? I know. Well, I mean, I like to say so. I have a blog and that's fun that I get to write every week and you know, at work, I do write a lot, which is, which is fun. Um, but my, my dream and goal, and I will accomplish it one day is to write a young adult novel or movie. Not sure yeah. which one yet, but <laughs> why not both? Uh, why not both? Why um, not? so what, what wish or manifestation do you have or goal do you have for this next year for yourself? Hmm. You know, that's one of those things that I always think about and it overwhelms me. Like when I blew out, we went to dinner, I blew out a little candle and the same thing with my mom when I blew up my birthday candle. There are so many things that bounce around my mind all the time that I have a hard time harnessing them. Uh-huh. I get and that. Do you? It's mm-hmm. just so hard. So I'm always just like, I wish for my dreams to come true just, just so like I can almost like 
encapsulate them into one big chapter book, but I think it's a really good exercise for me to start dissecting those and really speaking out specifically what they are. And so I would say that my, my birthday wishes this year would be one, just happiness for myself, my entire family and my friends, you like just, just an abundance of happiness and, and health. Cause that's just, you know, that's really where it's all at. That's if Mm -hmm. you don't have that, then the other stuff really doesn't matter. Um, but then on top of that, uh, I want to find success outside of what I'm, what I'm currently, what currently provides my lifestyle. I want to find success outside of that. And for me, that that. means I think being financially independent on my own or what I'm doing, what I'm choosing to do, I am able to provide my life for. I am very fortunate to have a job right now with a boss that I love and it's, it's wonderful, but I would love to not have to rely on that. I'd love to be able to be successful in the podcast and let this podcast grow and our brand to grow. And I know we're working on that every day for, you know, the PS brand to become something more than this, but something that we can all just, I don't know, just dive into and really be there for everybody and hone in on who we are and also be more open about who I am as a person. And I Mm -hmm. think if I'm able to do that, my successes will follow. I met this guy, yes, on Sunday, no, Saturday at at that Aquila party. His name was Rocky Heron. And he was so beautiful inside and out. I first bonded with his dog, Arthur, of course. Of course. But we started just talking about life and our um, desires and where we want to be in manifestation. And he asks me, he said, well, let me ask you, do you know your value? And right. It stopped me. And I said, well, I'm learning it. And that was as honest as I could be at the time. I think in the past I would have said, Oh, absolutely. I know my value and I won't settle for less. Or, yeah, yeah, I'm that's I know what I this is what I get from my job. That's my value and I'm I'm happy with that. But no, my answer now is I'm learning what it is. I'm and I'm looking for it because I know my value. I know what I want my value to be and that's not and I'm not there yet, but it's okay to know that I will get there. Yeah. Well, it sounds like this year could be a year of exploring that and like really allowing yourself to explore that. Cause it sounds like before you might've just, you, you might've known your value and that served you for a period of time, but it's exciting to see that you're not that you've outgrown it, but that you've, you're open to what's next and you're exploring what your future value looks like and what your success looks like in the future. That's great. Right. And just having the courage, I think at this point, like growing into my, my comfortability with myself Mm-hmm. and being okay with no I just want a little bit something different yep and even though I, I feel it. like I've always known that being able to put action onto it that's a big difference that's a change 100 percent. well I cannot wait to see what comes for you I'm so excited and I do have some fun facts that I looked up because 89 that's a great year to be born I think babies. you know that oh <laughs> I know it let's go because <laughs> there's some really exciting things first of all for the nerds out there like me who love tech, 
the World Wide Web was born in 89. www. www.google.com. Oh, my God. Um, The first episode of The Simpsons. Oh, oh, really? Seinfeld aired. Yep. Um, GPS satellite went into orbit. My gosh. Thank Um, God, because I have no sense of direction. Exactly. I think I think you're going to like this one. The Little Mermaid aired. So sweet. That one. And kind of representative of your what you want for yourself over the next year. Her whole journey was about exploring who she is and exploring the world. And like, that's what you're going to do. <laughs> I love you. Isn't that cute? That's um, so cute. You make me Batman, cry. Batman was the top grossing movie, which is sort of fun. That's so fun. Do you know what the ac- which actor was Batman at that time? I don't I know. Was what? it George Clooney? <clears throat> oh, maybe. I feel like my favorite Batman was Michael Keaton because I just have this Ooh. love for Michael Keaton. Okay, love that. Uh, oh, it was Michael Keatman. Keaton. Michael Keatman. Michael, Michael Keaton. Michael Keatman. Um, that w- well, great. That was you were. He was the 1989 Batman. It's I meant was born to be. into love. Rain Man won the Oscar, which is a great movie. Wow. The Dalai Lama won the Nobel Peace Prize. Good guy. T Swift was born. The Taylor start- and you are soul sisters. The start of one of the best records of all time. Yeah. Um, the top song was Another Day in Paradise by Phil Collins, which is a feel good. We love that. <laughs> oh, and I knew you'd like this one. So I looked up like leading men and Hollywood hunks of the of the time. And it's Johnny Depp and John Travolta. <laughs> Stop it right now. <laughs> I knew oh, you'd like that. Oh my God. Right? Those are like, yes. I know. Holy fucking shit. That's I know. Bro- that rocks. Johnny and John. <laughs> Those are my guys. Danny Zuko. Jack you might Sparrow. need to name your kid John. Like Johnny is your future. Um, I, <laughs> I love that. And then some big albums because you're a music girl I need to share. So Disintegration, The Cure, like Pictures of You is still one of my favorite songs of all yes. time. So that's exciting. Full Moon Fever, Tom Petty. It's like Free oh. Fallen. I Won't Back Down. Classic. Yeah, classic. Classic. Uh, like a prayer, Madonna. Oh, come on. I know. Express yourself like a prayer. Like we love those. Um, Mother's Milk, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Bleach, Nirvana. This is like the Nirvana era. I mean, um, talk uh, incredible about albums. Talk right. I mean, you're not going to get these lineups these days. Sorry. Right. Like just all not. of this was this year. 89 like Kate Bush the sensual world like just incredible artists from a whole range like I just listed such a range of musicians and genres releasing albums in the same year like we need more of this we do my brother and Jeff and I got into this conversation while we were driving back to Ventura the other day that some of these genres there's the last of like rock you know rock Mm -hmm. music with actual guitars are the foo you know, yep. you think about like all these bands that you you named, those were rock bands. Yes. Very little that are doing that kind of music anymore. It's really interesting. And obviously he's not rock, but pop punk. Um, like MGK was saying he only will will play live guitar. Like he won't do recorded guitar, which I didn't even know. You would know more than me. But at live venues, apparently he says often like at big events like the oscars or like the emmys yeah. or the grammys like they'll they'll have pre-recorded their the songs and so he's like i refuse to do this i have to play my guitar live but is that common it is it's very common for that because they're able to 
like put it into their editing system beforehand and so that it'll it. sound good when they air it which does make sense so because you know when especially even when they're out on the road they have a front of house guy doing sound so they're mm. working on it so everybody hears it nicely and on tv mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. always going to be the same thing but when that happens you miss out on like raw real moments yeah. And sometimes like when you look back on like iconic performances, yeah, somebody butchers something or your voice is just screaming out of just emotion. And that's what makes it so wonderful. So, so many things are pre-recorded or tracked. So like if you go to a concert now, it's very likely that the band is playing live, but there's still tracks in that. So interesting. Yeah. They might not have a piano player, but you're hearing the piano play. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. So he was mentioning that, which I thought was, yeah, but it is, it is cool to look back on times and we've talked about this trends, recycle music, recycles, everything recycles. And I'm excited because hopefully yeah. this next future, whatever the next 30 years, we'll get some uh, iconic albums and iconic things happening. I hope so. I feel like that wave is coming back. I, I do. agree. I feel like that just authenticity of art and writing music for poetry, it's just starting to trickle back in and you hear it in ways. And don't you love that? Doesn't that just make your heart feel something where you're like, oh, this is what I've been missing from music for so long. Yes. And I think we all went through an era era of depression, honestly, with COVID and everything that was going on in the news. It was really hard to be artistic and interesting and share stories. And so, yes, I agree with you. I think we are through the the tough part as this universal group and we are starting to put out art into the world and I'm so happy about it (laughs) we are happy yes we are because that is needed man I know that is needed oh that was so fun right sweet that you did all of that oh my gosh of course it was really fun to actually research and learn a little bit more oh and shout out I went to I went to uh, dinner with Luke's grandparents last night and they said that we should all go listen to this podcast, Stuff You Should Know. Okay. And it was, and it's, it's about like, it goes back through history and talks about these moments and it's like things you should just sort of know. Um, And that kind of reminded me of what we do during our birthday episodes, our year in review, where we go back through that year. It's kind of fun to go look at what happened in the past and the year you were born. It's sort of interesting. So that's so interesting. I just wrote that down. Stuff yeah. you should know. That'll be yeah. a podcast. Maybe we could uh, touch on that a couple times. Something right? that we learned from it. Yeah, yeah, like a new fact. So I don't yes, know. Definitely. Oh, that is so precious. I Shout know. out Luke's grandparents. Yeah, Les and Kathy. We love you. We love Les and Kathy. That is for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, well, this is so, so fun. Um, so thanks fun. everyone for listening. And we post a new episode every Thursday. So be ready. There's some fun ones coming. Thank you, everybody. And thank you for all the birthday love. Thank you, P, for everything. And as always, this is P.S. We have no time. Up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains The birds sang too and they said This is a day to celebrate and save the fruit your favor So I said okay then What is the best way to taste the fresh flavor?